0: This Wicked Way Comes is a work of fiction that includes adult themes, language, and subject matter. Sex toys are recommended, and listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to all you beautiful people out there in the radio wasteland. It's me, the majestically matriculated PhD of World War III, DJ Cash Vile. This week's episode is brought to you all by Biz's Fishnet Everything. Biz takes great pride in hand-lacing all of your fashion needs. When you want to feel fuckable, but global warming has turned the world into a desert. Biz's Fishnet Everything. For that artisanal touch to existential angst. Free the nipple. Biz's Fishnet Everything. Last week gave us a glimpse of our future in the creeping thread of Sondheim's gun. Join us for bullets over blasphemy in this week's episode of This Wicked Way Comes, a Maris and Warble experience of sight and sound.
2: Welcome, all you beautiful people out there in Radio Land. My name is Matthew Sahaki.
0: I'm Jill Sherman.
2: And this is This Wicked Way Comes, a Marison Warble story, powered by the apocalypse.
0: Ta-da.
2: Dot com. <laughs> LOL. This is our sixth session playing the game. Oh. And you've just left Big Elvis's last chance at the good life. Mm-hmm. So I've made some new rules. Oh mm-hmm. no! Mostly custom rules that have to deal with the NPCs. They've all got custom, custom moves.
3: Mm-hmm. Whether they
2: come into play or not, we'll see. Mm-hmm. But I've also decided, I've been trying to work out how to use your other countdown dials you've got there, particularly your one for psychic harm. So Maris currently has no psychic harm. Warble has two. Mm-hmm. But before you mark that down, at the end of a session, at least one will heal.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: At least if you're before eight. So, you've got one psychic harm. I've made a move called Long Live the New Flesh, and if you start a session with rollover Psychic Harm, roll plus harm accrued. On a hit, you are feeling out of sorts, but suffer no other effects. On a seven to nine, choose one. You've lost time somewhere and it could come back to haunt you. You have scratched a part of your body so raw that it's bleeding. Or something is wrong inside your body, something is moving that shouldn't. Yeesh. On a miss, you're not sure if you're still alive. Can anyone see you? Take an additional <laughs> psychic harm. Oh, wow. So Coward has a special move to heal Psychic Harm, but also I've made a a note here that just says Healing Psychic Harm, and I wrote this two weeks ago, and all it says is Whiskey Fucking Fighting Revenge. So (laughs) we'll play that one by ear. Okay. So you've got some new custom sheets, so mark down one. Oh, no, Maris has one Psychic Harm, because she took two when Big Elvis blew her mind. Um, No, Warble does. Do they both?
0: Warble has... Yeah, I guess they both had
2: two. Oh, cool. So you get to roll twice on the chart because mm-hmm. they're both going to heal one.
0: All right. Um, I think I need a pencil.
2: Okay. So they mm-hmm. both have one. So now roll plus one.
0: Seven.
2: That is a big old, big middle. old seven. So big
0: old middle. You can roll, choose
2: one. Right. Uh, who are you rolling for? Maris first wow. or Warble first? Okay. So you can choose one. You lost time somewhere and it could come back to haunt mm-hmm. you. You have scratched a part of your body so raw that it is bleeding or something is wrong inside your body. Something is moving that shouldn't. Um
0: option three. Are you sure I choose that and you don't choose that? Feels feels unfair for to choose what kind of harm mm. I take.
2: Alright, well well still take that one. Okay. <laughs> I choose that one. Okay. Where do I So know actually to- I guess you don't even need to. Yeah. I I guess I'll just mark that. So that's warble. Okay. And now why don't you roll for Maris's psychic harm? Or ongoing psychic harm, I guess mm-hmm. we could call it.
0: Seven plus one. Let's say an eight. Mm-hmm. An eight is still a a miss. that's a mixed success.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. So Maris lost time somewhere recently because we've already made evident that people it's have lost before. time yeah. all over the place. So having left Big Elvis's last chance at the good life, you now both are feeling kind of fucked up and have headaches and feel like something went really sideways and weird in there in a way you don't quite understand yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you're driving off into the night. Awesome. So where would you like to go from here?
0: I think we're, we're headed towards El Aguasol. Is that the... That's the name of the... Cult. Okay, but but that's that's the name of their location,
2: sort of. So before we do
0: anything, we have to pick stats.
2: Okay, so let's uh, have uh, Maris be uh, weird and Warble be...
0: Okay, and then I pick one too. Mm -hmm. Um, I want Warble to be hard and Maris to be also hard.
2: Wow, really working with that deficit there. (laughs) Got got kind of a deficit of hard over there.
0: Well, warble, warble is.
2: So you're driving out into the open desert, leaving the lights of Big Elvis's last chance of the good life in the background behind you and heading into the darkness, into the approximate direction that the map has told you to go towards, uh, El Campo de Aguasol. Mm-hmm. So as you were leaving Big Elvis, you saw a, um, a buggy headed in approximately the same direction mm-hmm. with a, like an off-road buggy with lights on the roof.
0: Yep.
2: Um, so it's pretty late. What do you what do we do?
0: We weren't really invited to stay the night, so I think we drive.
2: Mhm. Do you want? Well, so you have a uh, few. Maybe
0: we should should rest.
2: Yeah, you have a few options here. You can go and rest. You can drive right into the middle of the camp. You can park on a hill above the camp and make your presence known and see if anybody comes to see you. Or you got um, you could do a- absolutely anything you want. You could turn around and go back. And-
0: <laughs> no, I think we drive drive nearly there, but like have a have a rest before so that we're fresh. Mm
2: -hmm. So Al's camp, you kind of have to go through like a a fairly canyonous area in order to get into it, or not canyonous, but mountainous. You've been told her camp is at a spring or oasis, and those Mm -hmm. are usually up against the sides of mountains from where rainwater is filtering down through the rock. Mm -hmm. So we'll say you find an area nearby to where the map is taking you, but in kind of a secluded area where you can... Make
0: camp for the night.
2: Make camp for the night. So what does that look like?
0: It looks like uh, most people get out of the, the car and we probably have blankets and things.
2: Yeah, you have you have a cachet of supplies in the yeah. back.
0: Yeah, so I guess we just uh, lay down there. Uh, who's who's all with us?
2: Yeah, you have uh, Maris and Warble, you two. Mm-hmm. You have Kai, Coward, and New. Okay. And you I have Bo uh, Ra- Rain with you still.
0: Yeah, I think uh, New... Uh lays down in the back of the across the back seat. Yes. Um, Mine. Yeah.
2: Mhm. He's like, you y'all can, y'all can sleep that. outside if you want to, but I'm in here. Yeah. So get out, footing cowered out the door, like meh meh like you, 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 you go, you go now. Mm-hmm. Kai's already out standing up, surveying the area, even though there's not much to see because it's pitch black out. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see the Milky Way stretched high above you, spanning across the sky.
0: Yeah, so I think we all, we'll just pull out our bed rolls and find a spot.
2: Mm-hmm. Kai's kind of surveying the area, the hills above you, and he's like, I wonder if we should start a fire. Seems like a bad idea. He's also like shouting. <laughs> As he's wont to do,
0: mm-hmm. Maris goes over to him and says, "Yeah, I think that's a bad idea." And she like lowers her voice mm-hmm. as she's doing that, and, and he, uh, he she just makes... stands there like nodding.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's um. So you have a couple of like survival moves. So let's check those out while we're doing this. Maris does? Uh, you both do. You have your sister moves and your survival moves. So you've got two here that could be possible. Vanishing point,
3: mm-hmm.
2: uh, which is while navigating the wasteland, roll plus companions. But you've already navigated the wasteland and are you're already setting up. So you have another move there called bushcraft. When taking steps to survive against deprivation, which would be temperature, water, hunger. So mm-hmm. that would be your biggest challenge right now, is to successfully camp out in the open waste. Mm-hmm. Um, in a desert area where there are a few... You can see in the distance there's a couple huts that might have been like an old campground, but they look pretty fucked up and burned out. There are like concrete grills built into the sand near each one of these burned up structures. You don't mm-hmm. like they have at the park. Why don't you roll plus bushcraft to see how you're doing out in the wasteland as okay. you're as you're setting up your camp.
0: Roll plus sharp. So we'll oh. say Maris
2: is doing this.
0: That's a A6, but Maris maybe has... Two sharp. Eight. Yeah. An eight. That's still mixed. Yeah.
2: You, or that, a, that,
0: w- that was a fail, but plus.
2: All right. So Maris has got two sharp, so that's an eight. So on a seven to nine, choose one. You craft an incredibly versatile shelter for the location, and the raging storm outside makes for a cozy day. You craft a cache of supplies to be used forward on your journey. You craft plus two barter worth of supplies that can be traded, but not useful for your current situation. You repair and improve a weapon or piece of armor. You fuck someone so good it heals <laughs> one harm. Mm-hmm. You meditate on a current threat and heal one psychic harm.
0: Mm. So I only get to do one?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to craft a versatile shelter for the location. Okay. That uh, I'm hoping we can all use. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, absolutely. You use your supplies in the back to create... um, Like a
0: tarp out?
2: Yeah, you pull out a tarp. You've got a variety of supplies that you can use to make a a, a lean-to against the car. Mm -hmm. Um, In fact, there already appear to be hook holds in the car to attach bars to for just
0: this type of yeah, situation? Yeah, to, to
2: lash sticks to and stuff. There's a fairly healthy amount of brush in this area, too, that you can use to cover yourself up. So you're not only protecting yourself from the environment, but you're also disguising the car so that anybody moving through this area, before you're aware, will have a hard time detecting your presence.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, well, while Maris is doing that, she and, she and Kai are putting that together. New is sacked out. What's Warble doing? Her and Coward have gone off. or Coward has fo- followed Warble off. What What are they doing?
0: What are they doing? Just stargazing.
2: Yeah, they're just, they're just, like, lying on the hill, just, like, staring up at this guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, Warble didn't invite him to come along, obviously, but she, she's fine. Mm -hmm. She's, she's not quite as brusque as, as Maris is with shooing him away.
2: Right. And I imagine her just kind of, like, laid out like a starfish with her wolf robe,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: just kind of, like, open around her. Yeah. Um... And her wolf wolf head having off, fallen off to the side, mm-hmm. and coward coward kind of like crawls up and lays down, and he's close but not uncomfortably so.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And
2: he, he points up the sky, and he's like, "Well, I I think I think that one's Andromeda."
0: <laughs> Warble says, "So?"
2: I mean, these these all used to have names. What for? To be quite honest, I can't tell. <laughs> but somebody people used to stare up at these things and give them all different names.
0: Warble points one out and says uh i'm gonna name that one bobby for for my crab because of your crab yeah
2: i mean i i'm gonna name that one clementine clementine yeah yeah ophelia meredith what was there what uh warble warble
0: pats his shoulder it's like i know i know man
2: all right it used to not be this hard Nice.
0: <laughs> Should that be what uh, what Warble's response?
2: <laughs> <could've> sure. Been. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: And he's like, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I just wish it wasn't so. I I used to know things, and now I'm staring at the sky and wondering what it even is. Also, it's dark out here. Man.
0: I'm
2: not. I'm not a huge fan.
0: Uh, Warble. Warble says, "Deep thoughts, man. Deep thoughts."
2: Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Um, you camp for the night and when are you coming to? Um like when are you trying to get back on the road?
0: Well, before before we before we get up, uh, I figured after um, Maris and Kai set up the camp, I thought maybe that they could have a chat before they go to bed. Sit on sit on the roof, not the roof, uh, the the hood of the car. Are they and... getting
2: Are they getting snuggly? Um. After all they've been through.
0: Not exactly. Mm-hmm. No. Uh... Kai's trying to. <laughs> Depending on how the conversation goes, but Maris wants to kind of get her ducks in a row before they head into Al. El Algua, uh,
2: Algarvia's camp.
0: Yeah, I was trying to say El Agua Soul, but it's Sol. a bit of a tongue twister. Mm-hmm. And I want to do this in part because uh, it's been quite a while since we talked about Algarvia in in depth, mm-hmm. uh, several sessions, and I need a refresher. All right. About what it is we're fair we're trying to accomplish. Okay. We're doing
2: so so you two crawl up on the hood of the car. I presume at Maris's beckoning. yeah. he's like, well, all right. <laughs> I mean I think these people can see us. you want to go into the that fancy little shelter we just built?-hmm
0: No, everybody's gonna be heading into bed I, I, like a private word out here.
2: Fair. I don't like the sound of that much, but <laughs> it's been kind of a weird couple of days. So you get you guys crawl up onto the hood and lay down with your heads resting on the windshield, which is surprisingly still intact despite all this time.
0: Mm-hmm. And I d- figure it's a, le- a little bit warm sitting on the engine. Yeah, so it's it's warm. It's
2: nice still sun. it's still cooling from both the sun mm-hmm. and the engine. Gonna be a little
0: cozy. Coo- yeah,
2: so your bottoms are toasty, mm-hmm. toasty. Uh, but not overly so. <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. temperature is dropping fairly significantly mm-hmm. to the degree that it's it's actually starting to get cold, and you do feel the need to start bundling up in your clothes.
0: Samara says, Well, when we got this job a week ago, and it's been it's been a, a little bit of a ride since then.
2: It's only been like three days.
0: Well, you know about psychic harm, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I know my dick's hard.
0: <laughs> uh, Bear with me, Kai. We're doing we're doing this job as a favor to you, cause you're in debt. But what the fuck is Algarvia even doing, and why why are we here? If you can remind me. <laughs>
2: I mean, Boss wants us to kill her because she's worried Algarvia is gonna come back and take over the town. So. We're going in to fuck shit up before she can kind of recoup her numbers and bring a, a fucking war party into Escalante Lake to take it from Boss, 'cause because she blames her for the, the 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 sickness and the death. Yeah. So we're going to go fucking kill some people in order to stop other people from dying, presumably. Wait. Uh,
0: make, makes as much sense as anything does anymore. What do you know about Algarvea? We're heading in there tomorrow and I just want to be prepared.
2: Honestly, nothing. I know she ran a cult. They had a, like a temple on the water and she was starting to say that she could heal people and then her boss got into some bullshit and now, now she's 40 clicks away down here near like the closest water source we can know, we know about. It's either me or her at this point. So what okay, do you go. think? You want to go plus one forward with me?
0: <laughs> Hold on, I'm sure trying to. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up, Kai, this thing about it being either her or you, because I got this memory back just earlier today about you abandoning us at Pug Benny's prison back in Packard.
2: Yeah, I felt Can that you, too.
0: You gonna maybe want to refresh my memory on how, how that all went down? Because, I mean, you know, you or, or her and I'm not feeling all too kindly about you at the moment.
2: Problem is I don't really remember either. So we saw that at the same time. I I could tell you were feeling it too, but I don't know what it means. I don't remember it happening. I don't know how I could have been alone or where a coward would have been. Cause, I mean, that motherfucker's been on my hip practically since before I was... Well, not before I was born, that's stupid, but, you know. <laughs> I mean, he, well, I mean, I guess so. He was just stuck to my daddy before he got to me. He's got that about him. But shit. All right. I wish I could tell you more, but I, I don't fucking know. I mean, that doesn't sound like either of us, really.
0: I can read, uh, tell if he's a bullshitter, and I can collect him as a bullshitter. I mean, I basically believe him, but... Let's see what the dice say. That's an eight plus sharp plus two. Ten.
2: So that's a resounding success.
0: Five.
2: So now you can ask if he's telling the truth or not, and, and he is. He saw the memory too flash through his mind, mm-hmm. and he does it. He, rem- he does, he's not lying to you, but there is a detail.
0: Is there a detail that he remembers that he's not sharing? Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: So he is, he is lying to you. So what did you get? A ten? A ten. So you can, you can take him on as a bullshitter.
0: Mm. And then when I get bullshitter, I just want to...
2: So now, uh, in the future, any bullshitter can be used to tell you what's up, help you defend the truth, or back you up in a lie. Okay. Which, in reality, he might have done anyway.
0: Yeah, Kai's on my side, even if... uh. This, this thing yeah. happened. I mean, so. he's,
2: he's an ally. Yeah. He's, he's particularly tagged as an ally. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's going to be on your side.
0: Yeah. Um, nice to, nice to put someone in. in yeah. Box, so, but so. you
2: also have some questions you can ask with Rita person.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I get this character to tell me what he's keeping secret?
2: Have sex with him.
0: <laughs> well, I'll admit it was probably going that way anyway.
2: Well, you got to do it first. <laughs> <laughs> maybe in the morning he'll tell you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um
2: You're going to have you're going to have well, to fuck it out of him.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Maris is going to s- she'll she'll get to that, but at this point she just wants to um
2: She also has a seduce um, move if you want to just get right to it.
0: No, no. Um so Maris uh In light of all this, Kai, I'm just going to need some assurances from you that that shit we saw ain't going to happen this time.
2: Obviously. I mean, I don't even know how I would have done that the first time around. From what I saw, I can only imagine somebody had a knife tucked up between my taint in order to... Do anything like that to you? I mean, I've known you, you both, forever. So, frankly, I'm as upset with myself as I imagine you are. I can't imagine a universe in where I do that kind of thing. But maybe, maybe. I mean, we also don't know what happened. So maybe I came back. I mean, we're here now. We saw each other like nothing happened. Maybe nothing did happen. Well, I mean,
0: you promised me you'll always come back. I promise. All right, Maris is good with that. <laughs>
2: she, she, Maris is gonna make her move.
0: Maris is gonna make her move now. All right. She's gonna climb on top of Kai.
2: And then with straddle the,
0: him and, and uh, make with the kissing, and make with the kissing. Nice. And I think uh, new since she's inside the car.
2: Oh, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Should maybe chime in and they'll they'll find a new uh, spot.
2: <laughs> she kind of climbs over the driver's seat and pops her head out the window. And she's like, guys, you're going to shake off all your hard work if you do that here. Also, I'm trying to fucking sleep. <laughs> They go find some blazels. Mm-hmm. They, they find a, a tidy nook right underneath the car that they can get to. So News got to listen to the whole damn thing, but. <laughs> At least she doesn't have to feel it, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is your sex move? Your special move?
0: My special move? Oh, is that mm-hmm. down here? If you and another character have sex, you take plus one forward. At your option, they take one forward two. Or if you and another character have sex, hold one. If they get into shit, either you or they can spend the hold and you are there. Hmm. I like that second one.
2: You're going to hold one for Kai? Yeah. So we'll say that he doesn't even really have to tell you, but you know that he can remember being let out of his cell by Pug Benny himself. Mm. Your memories...
0: Kind of catch up with each other's. Yeah,
2: your, your memories, you can tell, are kind of happening within the same span of time, mm-hmm. meeting up where you saw each other. You feel yourself looking around the prison, trying to take a gauge on the place and checking on Warble, who's s- kind of sleeping in the mud. She's much more content than you would expect her to be, considering you're in a disgusting ass prison mm-hmm. that smells like pig shit. But Kai can remember Pug Benny opening the door himself and not saying anything, but kind of just giving him a "get the fuck out of here." And Kai gets himself dressed and takes off.
0: I see. I see. So well, I think uh, I think Maris is is satisfied with. Uh, her her relationship with Kai at the moment. So hmm. even though that doesn't explain why he left without them, mm-hmm. calls calls it into question a bit more. Even, mm-hmm. but I think she's I think she's satisfied with uh, with their conversation from the, last night. Mm-hmm.
2: And I want to say too that maybe around the time you guys are done or stop making noise, Warble pokes her head in and she's like, <laughs> she she like kind of double points at Maris like. Aah. So in the morning, the car is cooled down. Y'all are kind of snuggled up in a big pile in the lean-to and New is sleeping by herself, still in the back of the car. It's already starting to get hot with the sun cresting the hills. You can see some more details of that burned-out camp that's nearby, and you can actually see that through an area of the mountains, there's a road. You've just been driving mostly across the desert, but now you can see that there's Just a-
0: following the compass, and now we're like, Oh! road. There's a road that goes up through.
2: (laughs) It's not quite a valley in the mountains, but you can see that there's a a space that it goes through Mm -hmm. and the road climbs up a little bit.
0: Is it heading in the direction we we expect it's a road Mm to? Yeah. While
2: you're tracking and gauging your situation, you're seeing that there's a road that likely goes where you want to go. Great. We want the road. Cool. So you'll load up the car and you hit the road and it doesn't take long until you pretty much turn the corner and you can see that you're looking down on the camp. Mm -hmm. You're kind of out in the open so now you have a choice to either go forward and just they're gonna know you're there or throw that fucker in reverse and take another way around to do some scouting
0: mm-hmm. yeah we want to scout
2: all right so you you slam the car in reverse and back up enough into uh, a little enclosed area um, but you're gonna have to climb to get up to a new viewpoint to see their camp
0: gotcha gotcha um Okay, who do I think would be good for scouting? Oh let me just it's uh it's Maris and Warble, Kai and Coward, uh Bo Yeah
2: you didn't and even hear from her last night. New. She pretty much just tucked up off on her own and
0: Yeah. Bo and New. So that's it's six of us. Mm-hmm. Am I missing anyone? No. Okay.
2: Thad stayed behind, I think.
0: Yeah, he did. Just uh, last episode we had, there were a bunch of people, Mm -hmm. you know, fat fads plus Elvis plus uh, doggy daddy. Yeah, he's great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's the best character so far.
0: So, okay, so it's the the six of us.
2: Yeah, I'm probably not going to try and do voices as hard as I've been trying to do because I made a list and we've already got like 20 characters. (laughs) (laughs) Lots
0: of people who we meet and then uh, leave behind. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so I think... Um think Maris and New will we'll do the scouting.
2: Alright. Now are there any basic moves for like climbing or movement?
0: Uh, I don't think so. No, it's all really interactions with other people. Mm-hmm. Like doing something under fire.
2: So the two of you scramble up there. New is much faster than Maris is. She's up the mountain before you Maris even kind of
0: Is ready. Is yeah. ready to go. Well,
2: <laughs> New just strips down and heads those, up wearing her. Those-
0: bicycling legs.
2: Mhm. Yeah, she's just in her bike shorts and a sports bra and just like takes off up the hill. Maris makes her way up behind and you the two of you lay down on a ledge. We'll say you have a pair of binoculars between the two of you that you can overlook the
0: camp and um right. And so I probably have to decide what what it is we see Not espe- or
2: I mean not a se- not especially. Well, I mean no. Okay. No. no, what you see is you, you're looking down over the camp and what you see is the Snowbird Sanctuary Mineral Springs Spa and RV Resort a handicap-accessible enclave endorsed by the Recreational Accessibility Group of America, POW slash MIA. Oh. And that is plastered up on a giant plywood billboard.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Some of the letters I expect are maybe missing.
2: Yeah, but not not enough that you can't read what it says it's a yeah. pretty it's a pretty fucking big billboard with all that text <laughs> and painted on there is a um painted on there is a picture of a, an rv and leaning out the rv is a goat holding a baseball hat and waving it huh. goat in a t-shirt he's wearing a t-shirt yeah, yeah. and down uh, there you can see that there are a lot of you can still make out the asphalt roads that went through the rv camp a few of the trailers are occupied most of them are burned out or crushed or replaced with tents and ramshackle shacks there's a swimming pool that mm-hmm. is full uh, and there's what's
0: the what's there water. Is it in like a water tower or something? What is that situation? What's their, what's their water source?
2: You can see that there's a holding tank on one end of the camp. It's just right on the ground, but they also, presumably with the pool, you can tell that there's,
0: there's more than there's more than that. that.
2: The sign says it's a mineral springs, so presumably there's water coming up through the ground somewhere. Okay. Or there's a well pumping water up from underneath the ground. There's a large, what looks like a busted up parking lot area that's got a bunch of round yurts on it, and that's where the most activity is happening. Mm-hmm. But you can also see that the swimming pool is the most obvious center point of the water otherwise you can see that there probably were palm trees around the area now but they're all burned up husks that are falling over and there's dead palms in the parking lot camp there's a bunch of large round stones in an area around a campfire that is probably their central meeting place
0: Mm -hmm. about how many people would we estimate about 30. 30. Do they appear armed?
2: No, they seem to be just going about their business. They have a couple animals with them. There's a tent that has smoke coming out of it that you can... You smell some eggs and there's chickens running around.
0: Seems uh, seems like a nice little place. Right? Yeah. So uh, Nu looks
2: out over it and she's like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do now? Um, I was expecting motorcycles driving around in circles and shit. Kai's full of shit.
0: Yeah, ditto. I mean, yeah, so I was thinking maybe we just take out their water supply and then they have to move on or whatever. But, Not a bad idea, but... But if they're pumping it up from the ground, well, I guess maybe we could just disable whatever that is. And that'll... I don't know if that would, like, force them to move on. They might... If it's a good water source, they might just settle in and fix it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah,
2: I mean, but what are we even... We're supposed to just fucking kill these people? This doesn't look like anything. Do they not fucking know we would look at them before we fucking did anything? (laughs) Uh, I mean, there's fucking pigs down there.
0: Well, that's... Yeah, if we could just get them to move on somewhere else, or if they're not armed, maybe we just take the town ourselves. So we've got some...
2: Heavy artillery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that... I mean, punching bitches in the face is kind of always my (laughs) go-to. But, like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm looking at right here. And you can see that there is a woman near the campfire circle that people seem to be walking up to and talking to and then walking away. There's an especially, like, ratty and kind of twitchy-looking dude sitting near her who will come up to her and talk to her and then walk away, but only go, like, ten feet away and sit down and then get back up and come back and do it again. Mm -hmm. And he's kind of doing this routine. And there's a a fairly large man sitting next to her as well. And he doesn't move. He's... A fucking brick.
0: Um, okay. So I think we're gonna do need a little bit. Uh, more reconnaissance. I was hoping we could just eyeball it from away and be like, okay, we'll take out take out this or something, hoping to not have to like murder everybody. But I think we only have to murder Algarvia. I think I mean, that's the only one that we were supposed to. I mean, direct Kai it broke to. it
2: down to me to kill everyone.
0: Oh well, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would prefer some more information.
2: All right, what do you th- what do so, you think we do?
0: Well, what I'm thinking is maybe we send in. Let's send in Bo and Cap. And I'm not sure who else. Either. Why
2: would they be able to accomplish anything? <sighs> Bo's going to give us away the second she gets down there, and Coward would probably do the same without even realizing it. I mean, what do you want? Well,
0: I don't think Coward would do that, but you're you're probably right about Bo. I was just thinking that they would be, like, the most sympathetic people to come in, like, looking for a new place to stay. I mean, ultimately, that's what Beau wants, so... Yeah,
2: but why would either of them ever come back out? Well,
0: Coward do- will do whatever Kai wants him to.
2: Yeah, but usually at Kai's direction... Well, I mean, maybe do you, we send do them in together,
0: he, then. I, I mean... I mean I mean, I'm this thinking is their three bullshit. people. So Kai and Coward and Warble.
2: You wanna send your crazy fucking sister in there? Alright. Cool. So the two of you scramble back down to the mountain and go back to the car and both Kai and Bo yeah. are like, Well, what did you see? And you explained to We're them like and, and
0: we basically saw like pig farmers living their fucking lives.
2: <laughs> and Bo is like, Well that sounds fucking just as awesome as where I came from. Did they have any motorcycles? No Bo. <laughs> Well, fucking great. Yeah. And Nu is talking yeah. to Kai and she's like, What did you drag me into? This is fucking horseshit. Mm-hmm. These people don't want to fight. They want to fucking be left alone. I don't see. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Mm-hmm. Kai's like, Well, I have no fucking idea. He's like, I came oh. down here with as much information as I gave you. I kind of was expecting to go talk to these people and find out what their deal was and then probably crawl back up this mountain and fucking shoot them, shoot them with a missile. <laughs> like, Do I look like the kind of guy who has a plan? No, that's why I brought all you! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! You can tell that he's, his anxiety is going off the, the charge because he didn't know what he was getting into and this is just not it at all. Uh-huh. Not really what he was expecting.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You know, he's, Ugh. this whole time he's talking to you, he's holding a shotgun. Also, this place is way bigger than he was expecting.
0: Yeah, 30 people's.
2: Yeah, I mean, the way you're describing yeah. it is like an RV park
0: mm-hmm. is
2: a fairly, he was expecting like a bunch, like four tents around a spring.
0: Yeah, yeah, an RV park is more spread out. Yeah, I was imagining it being a little tighter, also.
2: And then he's like, "Why didn't we fucking like?" He's like beating himself on the head, like, "Why didn't we fucking do this at night?" Fuck.
0: Yeah, Maris takes the shotgun out of Kai's hand, and you know, what? she hands the shotgun to Warble, and it's gonna be Maris, Kai, and Coward who go down there. I was trying to make it seem like to not have like our biggest, most threatening people uh, go in, but we do need. If we're gonna have Coward go in. I think uh, his, he seems so unthreatening. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I feel like Kai's got to be there for him to keep him from doing anything stupid, and Maris has to be there to keep Kai from doing anything stupid. <laughs> 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 Especially since he's so uh, riled up right now.
2: Yeah, he's pretty upset.
0: Well, you know what? No, I'm going to... I'm gonna go back to to letting Bo go in there because this isn't really where she wanted to be anyway. She she's disappointed with what she's seeing.
2: Mm-hmm. You're hearing. Hearing. No one else has seen it yet.
0: Yeah. So I want to have us three go in there and uh, and get the lay of the land, see just see what's up. Bo will be able to talk to to different people than Maris will. Mm-hmm.
2: So. All right. So how do you so, want to approach?
0: Um. Do you want
2: to take the car or walk mm-mm. or? It's gonna take a while, and they're gonna see you coming. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're not gonna. I'm not going in with the rocket launcher
2: <laughs> no you're not so Bo, maris coward walk down the road and coward is mumbling him to himself kind of the whole time he's not he's not super stoked about being chosen for this mission mm-hmm. and, and he is concerned about kai i really don't like to i don't i don't mean to be presumptuous but i don't really like to be too far away from the man because you you know how he gets and, i mean he's so he's so twisted up right now he's all, mm-hmm. he's all bunched up like a fucking hot pair of underpants <laughs> you, you, you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like a hot pair of underpants. How does Bo feel about this? Bo's like... A cranky teenager. Yeah,
2: she's kind of like, yeah, cranky about it. Just like, why? I don't want to... F- like okay you know like Mm -hmm. I'll go in but this is what the fuck am I even looking at here and as you come around the corner and see and she sees the RV park you can see that she's feeling it out still because she has Mm -hmm. as little of an idea what to do as you guys do but she's like why the fuck are you bringing me into this I would have just been I mean Mm -hmm. she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing Mm -hmm. and she's she's Uh. kind of like putting on like a a big posture but really she's both full of shit and kind of scared of course she is
0: um... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Maris is just directing them to be like, "We just want to see what the fuck is going on here. We need to know what this camp is all about before mm-hmm. before we do anything." Bo, I can already tell this is not the place you were planning to get going to. So we'll bring you along to somewhere new hmm. if that's the case. But fine. Mm-hmm.
2: So you head down the road, and it's it's a cracked asphalt road. It's been baked by the sun into a million different pieces, mm-hmm. with uh, scrub plants growing up in between them. But it's not a hard walk. It's pretty much just like an open area until you get to the gatehouse. And there's like what used to be a bar that would go up and down for cars, but there's nothing there now. It's it's broken off like somebody crashed a car through it, really. And there are two men sitting in long chairs with weapons. Mm. Uh, they have pistols. They're not. They don't have long guns. Um, so it wasn't directly apparent when you were looking from above. And as they've, they've seen you coming for a while and they are you armed? You're holding the shotgun? Do you still have the shotgun?
0: Um, no. I, I handed that off to Warble. We're armed with like our regular stuff, father's pistol, knives, whatever, Mm -hmm. just normal stuff, not extra.
2: Right. Do you have your like two long guns that you were originally started with? I figured you'd leave them in the car rather than go in with like seven guns strapped to you.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I don't have that.
2: Okay. So as you walk up, there's a low stucco wall around the whole place. It looks pretty much like you would imagine seeing it from above as it does below. It's all ratty and kind of burned up and falling apart in some areas, weather-worn in others. A lot of the glass is broken out of a lot of the buildings, but there still seems to be a small community of people here. There are several people doing work on the place, trying to put it back together like it was recently abandoned until this uh, group came to it, and they're putting it back together mm-hmm. to make it cozier or more livable and more easily defined even though it's out in the middle of anywhere, and they would see anything coming a mile off. Yeah,
0: okay, I want to read a situation. All right. Seven, so that's a mixed. Mm
2: -hmm. All Um, right, so what do you get when you get a mixed? Two questions? I get
0: one one question. So
2: ask me a question.
0: Just what should I be on the lookout for here?
2: What should you be on the lookout for here? Well, at this point you should be on the lookout for any perceivable threat, because so far you haven't seen anything that looks like you need to liquidate an entire community.
0: Yeah, obviously. I mean, that's do you kinda... want? Do you
2: want a, another answer? Is that well, too obvious?
0: Yeah, I, I was looking for something a little bit more, a little bit more meaty.
2: You should be on the lookout for the man standing behind you holding a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> Who says, good morning. <laughs> and the two men in the lawn chairs stand up now.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. I, Maris is in control here. She can't really defer to Coward. <laughs> <laughs> coward can't be <laughs> introducing the party. Um, yeah. So what's my angle? Why, why, why am I saying that I'm even here? Um,
2: what can I do for you all folks? You know, we saw you coming down. We don't really get many people through here.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. Maris, Maris gives Bo a look to be like, roll with this. Um, And she says, well, we picked up this girl here a little while ways ago, and she's been looking for a new place to stay came across you guys seems as good a place as any you uh you accepting uh new new renters new applications
2: our doors are open to all those who seek shit what is is he trying to say
0: salvation
2: no healing our doors are open to all those who seek the sanctity of the water we're simple in our philosophy and that you know this water is everything we have and everything we'll ever have so if you can do your part and help us to shit well, I, you know most people don't want the whole speech right out the gate i i don't know we should talk to al she knows this shit i'm just Sus- i'm just fucking a guy standing out here with a rifle
0: <laughs> maris says so, sounds good. Let's uh, let's go talk to Al. All
2: right. Um, so this man's name is Ringo. Ringo. So why don't you roll for hex? So,
0: do, uh, do you add anything for that? I think it's
2: my choice. Okay. So this guy caught you off guard, so why don't you roll for sharp?
0: Sharp plus two. Six, seven, eight.
2: All right. So on an eight, you're, you can take plus or minus two and answer, have I met this person before? Do I remember them? Have I forgotten them? Is meeting this person deja vu? Does this person conjure a previous encounter of someone like like them, and do I have any leverage here? But I like, you, I like,
0: I'm going to do a minus two on Ringo, mm-hmm. and I'll pick, does this character remind me of anybody? Hmm.
2: He reminds you of what you would imagine Coward would have been like when he still had all his faculties about him. <laughs> you know, he, He's fairly unassuming. He's not pointing a rifle at you. He's just kind of got it slung across his arm. Mm-hmm. He appears to also get frustrated with what he's trying to say pretty easily, but <laughs> otherwise he's pretty non-threatening.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, maybe they too uh, hit it off. Maybe Coward can actually uh, gather some intel. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe his, Ringo's his long-lost son. Maybe he is. Ooh. Ooh.
2: <laughs> Ringo brings you through the camp and he, he nods to Gary and Boy Bronco, who are there at the gate.
0: They were the those two.
2: Yeah, but okay. they say hello and move on. He brings you to the center of the camp, and at the campfire circle, there's a woman there with a large man standing behind I thought, her.
0: Uh, I thought the center was the, the pool. Everybody's just laying around the pool. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, no. She's she she seems to spend most of her time at the campfire circle so okay. we'll with the 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 scraggly man who's keeps coming back and forth to talk to her, and the large man who's also with her.
0: Mm-hmm. Do I notice that dune buggy anywhere?
2: Um, you passed it on the way in. Okay. So as you kind of come through the area and the shacks, and there are people just kind of doing their thing around the area, Nobody's nobody bothers with you. But it's, again, same as it was described. Some shacks are made of garbage. Some are burned out husks of trailers. Uh, there's a like a stucco building in the center near the pool, which would have been the front uh, desk area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a bunch of busted out windows, but there are some tables inside. And you could kind of infer that maybe this is like a communal eating area or like mm-hmm. a communal dining room. Mm-hmm. And you go around an area into this old parking lot where the campfire circle is, and a woman is standing there. She's got like a scarf wrapped around her head and is wearing whispery clothes, light clothing. Um, she's wearing a, like a dirty tank top and... Age? Probably like 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is Algarvia. Garvia. Mm-hmm. I figured. And she's talking to two people who are really fucked up looking. They're really, really, they're sunburned, but they're also kind of covered in like a white silt. And they, they are not from here. The giant man standing next to Algarvia has his arms crossed and is kind of giving them the eye. You can't quite make out their conversation. but
0: (laughs) It's like, what do we catch? Do we catch a little bit of it? (laughs) You hear
2: them talking about crabs, salt and sickness.
0: Mm. So they You are... start to walk up towards mm-hmm.
2: them and Ringo kind of puts his arm out like, don't like, fucking disturb don't this. Don't interrupt this. Yeah, yeah, this is important.
0: And you important see off business. to the
2: side who has st- stood up but a giant woman and a smaller woman. And they stand up and they see you and they're a little taken aback because the giant woman was the huge pit boss from Dice 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 mm. and the tiny woman is the nervous bartender from The Bad Bucket. Mm. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing here? They
0: recognize us. Yeah. Shit.
2: So they give you like a look. They stand up in shock and then ease back and sit down and talk to each other quietly. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you hear them say basically is we'll do everything in our power to get you to the bottling plant to help the people of Escalante Lake. And then instead of turning away to the gatehouse, one of them throws there's a, it's a man and a woman and the man takes a, a sack that appears to be moving and throws it over his shoulder and they turn 90 degrees and just walk into the desert. They come to like a chain link fence at one end and there's a man standing there who just opens the door to that fence and closes it and these two just walk straight off to the east Huh. weird right
0: yeah i don't i don't like that (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a bummer okay well
2: after they leave the giant man puts his hand on algarvia's shoulder and uh leans down and whispers to her and they both turn around and there you are standing there with ringo
0: yes with ringo
2: do you want to do first impressions first
0: uh sure how does that work it's when
2: you roll for hex roll plus what cool
0: Plus cool. How cool am Too cool. Seven, eight, nine. Okay, so you can take a plus
2: or minus two with Algarvia. And uh, meeting her is deja vu.
0: I'll take a plus two.
2: You have deja vu meeting her, but you're not sure. That's not clear yet why. Mm-hmm. And why don't you roll for the huge man next to her? His name is Guy.
0: Plus cool again?
2: Plus hard. Eight, nine,
0: ten. Wow. Um. I guess I'll do plus... It would be three. It's it's
2: plus or minus three. I'll
0: do a plus three then.
2: And you see him towering over Al. He's very dark-skinned. You get the impression he's Middle Eastern. He has black hair and a black beard and these super-piercing light blue eyes. Um, And he's fucking built. He's got hair all the way down his arms to the tips of his fingers, practically. He looks like he could punch a hole right through you. But at the current moment, you don't feel especially threatened by him. He's a presence, but he's not exuding any type of intimidation.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So your impression of him is that he is Al's bodyguard. Because mm-hmm.
3: he is. <laughs> <laughs> Cool.
2: And uh, looking over Al, she greets you warmly. She looks fairly good for her age. She's a little, you know, wrinkled and saggy, but she has fairly smooth skin, crow's feet around her eyes, and she is smiling at you, and she says, welcome, please call me Al.
0: Okay. Seems like a nice, nice lady, but... What what can we do for you? We understand
2: you have a wayward soul that you'd like to, what, deposit with us?
0: Perhaps. This here is Bo. She's been looking for a new place. We picked her up in Escalante Lake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We picked her up in Escalante Lake. Um, and...
2: Bo, Bo, are you Horrigan's daughter? She <laughs> says, yeah. And Al says, well, I know your father. Why have you come here? Right, talking to, to myself. Ta- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right.
0: Now basically you have to have a conversation with yourself. Right. I uh, forgot. I mean, should I play Bo at this point? Like, no, no. No? Okay. Um,
2: we could just say that they have a brief conversation. Bo explaining to Al that she's <clears throat> running away from Escalante Lake and Horrigan Mm -hmm. and that her home is gone and she wants to move on and she was expecting something more of this but it seems uh, like a much cozier lifestyle than she was looking for and Al Mm -hmm. is disappointed and she says well I know your father is trying to do the best that he possibly can and Escalante Lake is not lost to us yet we're trying to help them as much as we can
0: uh and at this Maris interjects she's curious. Do you know what happened at Escalante Lake? You know how to solve that? Because it looked pretty much done when, when we went, passed through.
2: Well, the first thing to solve is Bost standing in the way of, some might say, salvation.
0: Yeah, you're gonna have to explain that a little bit more thoroughly.
2: Oh, oh, Bost. I used to call her my little sphinx because Cute. her, her methods are an enigma wrapped in a riddle and buried in
0: sand. Ugh. <sighs> Uh, Yeah, that really doesn't clarify anything for me. (laughs) So you got a plan to clean up Escalante Lake? Is that what I'm gathering?
2: I have a plan to help the people of Escalante Lake. To clean it up is something different altogether. Maybe we should go inside. It's hot out here. And she leads you. You agree?
0: Yeah. Mara shrugs. I was hoping that we would go in the pool. I really want to go in this pool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Al leads you, uh, she turns and heads towards one of the tents, it's a a larger one, they're in a variety of sizes, there's no uniformity to them, they're all different sizes. So you enter her tent, and it takes a moment for your eyes to adjust, but otherwise it's light enough in here to to see. You look around, and on one wall there's a crude crayon map of the area around you, it looks similar to this map that we've drawn, but it also looks that someone took their time with it, color-coding areas and writing notes that are superstitious, like uh, monsters be here and one area marked that says lightning strikes, another area that says bad dogs, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, <laughs> It has a lot of the major landmarks and towns marked on it. Escalante Lake, Sonorado, the Western Mountains, the whale, and then some smaller ones that you're less familiar with, like a wheat farm, cunny stones, and so on and so on. Cool.
0: Uh, Can we add those to the map since I've seen them? Yeah, boop,
2: boop, yeah, boop. we will in a moment. Okay. Um, in the corner <laughs> of the map is a crude but careful drawing of a bunny rabbit and an inverted Christian cross and underneath the bunny it's scrawled, Made in China. <laughs> uh, across okay. the room is a cork board uh, with flies pinned to it with the names of places on cards underneath them. So there's like a fly stuck with a pin through it and then underneath it, it'll say like Escalante Lake. Um, okay. And then in the corner of that drawn directly on the cork, cork is the same signature with the bunny rabbit and the inverted cross. And then it says Made in China underneath it.
0: Mm-hmm. Curious. I really don't know what to make of that. Uh, Okay, so I don't think Coward's going to be really uh, instrumental in this conversation. So Maris is going to sort of dismiss him. Why don't Why don't you take a walk outside and see what's there to to see? Maybe have a conversation with uh, with Ringo. I think you two might get on. Well, well,
2: if if that's what you want me to do, I I'll all right. I'll all right. I'll go and do it. I'll I'll go I'll go talk to Ringo. That's fine. Now, so you, Bo, and Al sit down, and Gee kind of stands in the corner near the door. And Al says, "There's two ways we can do this. I can explain to you who I am and how we've." come to be sitting across from each other, or I can simply explain the problem to you. I think Uh. I can tell, I understand that you're not telling me everything, in fact, I'm pretty sure you have a double or a a sister who looks exactly like you. And I can only imagine that since she's not here, she's somewhere watching us.
0: Maris shrugs like, sure, you got me.
2: And I understand that you've brought me Horrigan Wheat's daughter, who says she's here by her own choice, but based on how distraught I've seen Horrigan in the past days before we left, I can understand that he also may be somewhere nearby with your sister. So I believe that Maris tilts her
0: head at that, like, that's- just to be like you're off base with that with that one. Yeah. She conceded that Warble exists but I understand you know, also.
2: Either way, I believe you've been sent here with some false information about what we are dealing with on both a micro and macro scale and as she's talking to her you kind of get this view of her face where she does exude like a certain amount of warmth and understanding and she's almost like empathy fucking personified Mm -hmm. um she has crooked teeth one of those teeth in fact snaggles out of her mouth when she talks and kind of hooks on her lip the reason i'm here is for the water it's the only thing that matters in any of this the only life we can carve out is because of the water and since Boss has let it go to poison. There's nothing for us there except to try and either correct or abate the problem. And she has stood. When this arose, she stood directly before me and exiled my group from the town. And now.
0: So, so, why? so do you know where the poison, where that all came from? Because I was under the impression that that sort of came out of nowhere back at I Group know A.
2: exactly where it came from.
0: Well, enlighten me.
2: Water is the only thing that we have that we can depend on for our survival, but we can only depend on it in so much that we can reach it because it's fickle and it reads us and it will leave us if it believes that we are doing it wrong. This wasn't always who I was before I'd come to Escalante, Lake, I was in a gang. I rode with a violent group of people. I understand that you must know that people have called me Akachora, but this is who I was before. People people called us the Dirty Dozen, despite there only being about eight of us, and we only called each other by nicknames, so Koch was what I was... well, I was actually bequeathed it because the man who used to be called Koch uh, died around the same time, if not the same day, that I joined the gang. During that time, I did what anyone in a raiding party would do and raided, hurt people, took things, partied, did drugs, fucked everyone.
0: Mare smiles.
2: (laughs) You understand. (laughs) But we were taking from people who had nothing. And one day, I woke up and that thought entered my mind and I left. I got up in the dark of night, crawled out from whoever I was on top of or under, um, I didn't sneak. No one opposed me, and I left. Days later, they were all dead, and I found myself in Escalante Lake working to create something new. I was lost, and when I saw the people there and how much they had to give despite how little they had, we worked together to try and make the source there something worth having. I made no attempts to take it from Bost. We were even friends for a long time until everyone started getting sick and coughing and dying. I tried to explain to her how we could fix it There was a boy and we saved him, despite this is where the main conflict comes, is that the boy was cured, but he still perished on account of the cure.
0: Doesn't sound like much of a cure.
2: For him, no. He was wasting it away at an alarming rate by working with him and his family. We were giving him medication that had been ground together by my friend. You may have seen him outside pacing around, looking like hell. That's, that's who he is. He made a concoction that was curing the boy, the young boy, Duncan. He was growing stronger, but he still perished because he was too weak to withstand the sweat and the dosages we needed to give him were higher than was safe. So we succeeded and we failed. His parents were grateful. Merkin thinks I can...
0: But Algarvia was not grateful for this?
2: I mean, I was grateful to help. I was thankful to help, but he still, he didn't survive so that we could bring some peace to his parents, knowing that he died in the process of being saved, was as much as I could give.
0: Mm -hmm. But I'm just curious, like, what did Algarvia feel? Did she she have some special relationship to this boy that it tore everything apart, or...? No, No. his
2: parents came to me when they had no one else to go to, and we tried and succeeded and failed. And now Merkin thinks I can save the city, but my sphinx stands in the way.
0: Algarvia. The Sphinx.
2: No, Bost is the Sphinx. Bost.
0: Bost is the Sphinx. <laughs> you,
2: yes. You're, you're totally listening, huh?
0: No, I am. <laughs> I forgot who the name of the who lady we were talking. Yeah. Uh
2: huh. So through all of this, what I know is that it's not the water that's hurting people. It's the crabs. And the hungrier people get, the more crabs they eat. And the more crabs they eat, the more they cough. And the more they cough, the more they die.
0: Maris interrupts. Briefly, so you have to eat the crab. Yes. Okay. Needed to clarify that real quick.
2: Yes. The water is receding and Bost needs the water because she wants to bottle the water. She wants to sell the water and start a caravan trade and the water is leaving her faster than she can put her plan into place. I wanted to hold up those plans because I wanted to save the people, but Bost doesn't want to save anyone. Bost is confident in her control of Escalante Lake. She wants to use the disease as population control, especially now that the people of Root Bay, Bo, have come in and disrupted everything. Food is running out out and everyone is dying and she has the source of both she has the source of the disease and well the so- the water source mm mm-hmm. rabbit foot outside created a concoction of vitamins that can help kill the parasites but she forced us away because she doesn't want anyone to get better at least not yet i started to educate people to try and stop the spread of the disease but hungry people are desperate and the crabs are the most what's the word plentiful plentiful source of food so it's self-serving gotcha. because despite as prosperous as escalante lake is it's still starving
0: oh, let me guess your solution to all this problem would maybe be to kill boss
2: no god no she she's been <laughs> leaning forward over a table talking to you and she she kind of just falls back in her chair and slumps and is like no why i don't want to kill anyone <laughs>
0: Seems like everybody's solution nowadays.
2: Frankly, I don't know what to do. I've been working with, you may have seen a terrible looking man and woman coming in here earlier. I've been trading them. Okay, they're a long story in and of themselves that I don't quite appreciate dealing with at this time. But I've been working with them to secure a bottling plant that Bost also wants for her purposes but if we secure it first and are able to get water in there and bottle the vitamins that Rabbitfoot is created we can help the people of escalante lake by giving them medicine and if we can educate them to take the medicine and then sweat out the poison we can save them gotcha
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha.
2: So Bo pipes up and she says, so where's the water going? And Al looks at her and she says, I I don't know, but I know that we are running out of time if we want to help anyone who's not going to already die. So many people have died already that there are two ways to look at it. Bost's way, which is that what's a few more? And my way, which is, well, why a few more? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: I am going to read a person. Eight plus... To ten. Mm -hmm. So she's telling the truth. Absolutely. And. What does this character intend to do?
2: She's not entirely sure yet what she intends to do. She intends to somehow bottle water, exactly as she said, sh- yeah. and give it back to Escalante Lake in order to attempt to cure the parasites that everyone is getting from the crabs mm-hmm. and getting crab cough from, which is what she calls it, but no one else does because no one has any fucking idea where it's coming from yet.
0: Gotcha. Can I also, can I roll again for, uh, to open my brain?
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: You can. 8 plus 0. So that's a mixed... I have not done this before, so... I
2: know. That's why it's awesome.
0: <laughs> uh, roll plus weird. On a hit, the MC tells you something new and interesting about the current situation and might ask you a question or two, answer them. On a 10 plus, the MC gives you good detail. On a 7 to 9, the MC gives you an impression. And I got a 9.
2: So. Rabbitfoot, the scraggly man outside, has been making these concoctions in order to help people. But he was making them while they were at Escalante Lake. He was sourcing the ingredients from 100 Hill. But he's been real cagey about where on 100 Hill. And 100 Hill is not that big.
0: It's probably that, like, weird-ass tree. (laughs) Okay.
2: Or maybe that weird-ass tree is more than it appears. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean that literally, not figuratively. Gotcha. I know I've just imbued upon you a significant amount of information, and perhaps you would like to invite your sister down here. We intend you no harm, and I don't believe you really intend us any either. Perhaps you'd like to stay with us and have a meal. Maybe I can further explain better what what I'm trying to do here.
0: Okay. Um, I'm... Let me see if I have a, a sister move that does this better than what I thought.
2: What I know more than anything is that I wanted Bost to continue to be my friend and ally, but in the end, I guess she decided that wasn't good enough and is hoping that we kill you or that we kill each other. I don't know who you are to have come to this. We've not met. I've not seen you in Escalante Lake before, but whatever that means, she obviously has some reason to want you to die, because while we don't appear to be much, we are very capable people, and I'm very pleased that you came in here on your own rather than attempting anything foolish that she might have put you on to
0: <laughs> There's something where where we set something up ahead of time.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, basic. Yeah, it's midnight special.
0: Midnight special. Basically, all I want to do is I don't want to have to go back
2: mm-hmm. to like
0: get them. I just want to um, send up a smoke signal mm-hmm. that I assume like Marison Warble know come in everything's fine.
2: Okay, we'll say you um,
0: that that's something that we've done yeah. before. Yeah.
2: Well, you. Why don't you explain? You explain the Algarvia that you want to signal your sister to mm-hmm. come to the camp and that you know all's clear and you yeah. step outside and fire a flare and about 20 minutes later you hear the rumbling of the hard car come up with everyone inside and mm-hmm. they pull in the gate and park inside the compound near the dune buggy mm-hmm. near the near the dune buggy everyone exits the car and makes acquaintances with everyone else and now what
0: <sighs> <laughs> So much is happening. Um,
2: so you all are sitting around the campfire circle, and Algarve is explaining to the group of you what happens. And Kai, Kai is just dejected and doesn't. He is so far out of his element at this point that he doesn't know what to do about fucking anything. Um, mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, I think Warble has. Uh, at some point, gone back to the car and left Bobby in there, um, concealed. (laughs) For safekeeping? Yeah. Um. She's not, she's not sure that he's, uh, safe in, in present company.
2: So, hmm.
0: All right, here's what I'm thinking as a, um, as a strategy. I'm thinking they, uh... They pick up Algarvia and drive her back to Escalante Lake with Beau, who then you know brings Horgan into the situation. And we have a little sit down with Bost mm-hmm. to just kind of, here's the situation.
2: All right. We'll leave in the morning.
0: Huh, great. <laughs>
2: i have reservations about this plan but now that what you've explained to me is that she wanted you to murder all of us i'm willing to come in with you to to attempt to rectify the situation before things get worse Mm -hmm. and yeah
0: we're not really about murdering innocent people who aren't doing any harm to nobody
2: did she tell you about the girls
0: no and i don't like the way that sounds
2: women have been disappearing from Escalante Lake, unrelated to the sickness. Has she mentioned anything about this to you?
0: Uh no. And Maris looks to Bo for confirmation since she's been there for a little bit.
2: And Bo? She says women have either been going to Primrose looking for work or straight up disappearing ever since people started getting sick. It's uh nobody knows where they're going or why they're going or well I mean I mean they know why. I mean I mean the idea has been that they're going to Primrose for work because there's some promise of work there. But no one's ever come back to say what that actually means. So I I never fuck. I wasn't fucking going to go down there. Mm -hmm. My dad told me Primrose is fucked. Bad shit happens there. So work or not, I wasn't going to go that way.
0: Yeah, doggy daddy mentioned something about it being fucked up also.
2: That's right. Did he? Yeah. To me. To you. Yeah. Oh.
0: It was a whisper. Oh. So you don't know that. Oh. Bo. How do you... You have you have excellent hearing, Bo. <laughs> I'm a teenager. <laughs> yeah. So, um, who... Well, okay, before we move on here, did, uh... I feel like we're all back together at this point, so did Coward come back with any interesting information? Or...
2: <laughs> I mean, as you came outside... <laughs> or just outside...
0: more babble nonsense. I mean, I'll, I'll hear whatever he has to say.
2: I mean, but... when you came back outside the tent, that neither of them were there, and Rabbitfoot was there kind of skulking around, Waiting for Al to come back out of her tent. And he's just like, they went for a walk. Walk they're walking. They went for a walk. And Ringo is a scout, so you can put together that Ringo went back to do some scouting in the area and Coward probably just fucking followed him. <laughs>
0: And they I wanna say and they happened upon uh Warble and the rest of them. Coward's like, Oh yeah, here here are all my friends. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so they drove them why, together after the flare down. cut. Yeah. Up.
2: yeah. Yeah, they saw the flare. And maybe maybe Warble was like, Hmm, good flare or bad flare? And then Coward and Ringo like walked through like turned the corner and were like, Oh well, Medium flare. (laughs) (laughs) So y'all are sitting around and and Warble's there. She's probably kicked her boots off and is warming her feet by the fire and Rabbitfoot comes up to her knees. Read read your fortune.
0: Uh, Warble puts out her palms.
2: And he gets out a deck of cards. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and, and I have a deck of cards. And
0: yay! <gasps> fortune telling.
2: So this is a deck of fortune telling cards that I have invented. Mm-hmm. And we'll use it to tell Warble's fortune in whatever way that turns out turns to be. Out, yeah. So cut the deck and now shuffle out four piles from that. Um, shuffle them together. Turn two around. Mm-hmm. Now shuffle them back together. Like for real. Yeah.
0: yeah, like a real shuffle.
2: You're so good at that. I know, <laughs> I'm so I know you at, struggle I'm so bad at it, you're so good at it
0: Okay, now what?
2: Now deal them out into seven piles Seven? Oh now shuffle them back together <laughs> And as you're doing this, um, Coward is talking to the, the huge woman and the small woman And their name, oh, yeah. their names are Goal and Amity
0: G-O-H-L?
2: Eh, yeah, G-O-L-E uh, Oh. Either way
0: and amnity a m n i t y
2: huge
0: the huge woman is goal yeah and the slighter woman is amnity
2: yeah and they're a couple
0: Ooh, put a little heart there
2: yeah and they've explained to you that they've come to the group they're not quite members but they're not quite eager to stay in escalante lake either mm-hmm.
0: um, oh so they're oh are they originally from escalante lake or from root bay
2: escalante lake Okay. And that's their buggy. They're who you saw coming across the desert last night. Okay. And a woman speaking to Maris, and her name is Magpie, and we'll get to her in a minute. Okay. So, you've...
0: Uh, would it be worth doing history for... Fortune foot? Teller? Rabbit Foot? Uh, sure. Maris has met so many people and Warble. Warble hasn't had a personal interaction with a new person at all today, so... Seven plus... What? weird. One, uh, that's an eight.
2: That's an eight. Next. Okay, so you take plus or minus two.
0: Plus, no, I'll do a minus. No, plus.
2: (laughs) Plus two. And, uh, you feel like you've met him before. Ooh. But you don't know where or why, but there's something incredibly familiar about him. So now on a rock between the two of you, he, you've cut his cards 30 times like he asked, Mm -hmm. and then he, he takes them and he takes the first four and lays them out in front of you
0: is the shuffling method going to be different each time i feel like that <laughs> mm. that it that it might be you know something that's uh just not very strict mm-hmm. in whoever <laughs> like in this tarot-ish mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> maybe
2: so your first card he says the two of diamonds this means you're going to become bigger than you are You'll, you'll grow in some way.
0: Warble stretches out her arms and makes, like, muscles. Makes the classic muscle man mm-hmm. gesture. She's feeling And feeling New strong. new is
2: sitting next to her and she's just like, ugh, God. it's <laughs> fucking Jesus. She's fucking shut the... F-. Like, she's just like, what the fuck is wrong with this fucking... Um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: And then he takes the second card and he flips it out. And he says, the four of clubs inverted. Oh no, this means you'll be given a hard choice and you'll pick the wrong one.
0: Warble uh, wobbles her head a little bit and she's like "Eh, yeah
2: (laughs) and then the third card he says
0: like yeah that happens
2: (laughs) the crusader of hearts this means that you're someone who basically fucks shit up pretty hard on the reg
0: (laughs) warm old blushes
2: (laughs) (laughs) and final card the eight of the eight of cups inverted um that's a hard one to say I need to think about that one let me get back to you. Mm-hmm. And then he offers you a bowl of stew. Mm-hmm. Stew?
0: Uh, Warble takes it, and she, uh, she turns to, to New and offers to share. New, and, uh, uh,
2: new shrugs, mm-hmm. and she's like... She picks, like, a carrot out mm-hmm. of it and eats it, and then, ugh, like, ugh, who the fuck was that? <laughs> like... And then she kind of waves you off. She doesn't want any more.
0: Yeah. Well, Warble just goes at that stew. She doesn't care that it doesn't taste. Yeah, she doesn't give a fuck. She's just like, this is food. Gotta eat food Mm -hmm. when it's given to you. When it's given to you. Yeah. yeah.
2: So Nu is just sitting there. She's just like, you could tell she's just like fucking bored. This is bullshit. She was expecting to punch people in the face. She's been nothing but dragged through the desert now and just is like at a fucking camp singing fucking kumbaya with a bunch of hippie weirdo pieces of shit that she just wanted to hurt, but. Mm -hmm. D- but she also didn't because they're not at all what she thought they would be.
0: Marble mm-hmm. um, is sensing this, so she puts down her stew and she turns to New and she's like, "I think this is what you you're, you've been looking for." And she punches her in the face. <laughs> Does that mean going aggro? Yeah. I feel okay because I'm like, it's it you, is. Why don't but it's, you go aggro on yeah.
2: New? Um, she's not going to be expecting this either.
0: <laughs> So, Warble gets a nine. Roll plus hard and hard. Warble so, has a minus one to hard, so that's an eight.
2: So, since so you have a move called Push Me, Pull Me. Oh. And it says, when the MC says to roll with something extra, roll three dice instead of the normal two and drop the lowest die. So, roll another dice and then take the...
0: Oops, that, that, was was a, a, that was a three, and yeah. it still is twelve.
2: So you got a twelve. Oof. So you <laughs> you you get her. You fucking surprise the shit out of her. <laughs> And not only that, but you break her nose
0: oh, no. and she
2: falls backwards into the dirt uh, and starts laughing pretty heartily. Okay, you you got me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then she fucking pounces up and tackles and you tackles. off your off your seat into your stew. Mm. Uh, you get it all over your wolf coat and then she gives you a few shots to the stomach and mm-hmm. then springs off you and kind of like stands there like huffing and puffing. Yeah. This all happens. And Warble,
0: like... Warble, like does like a spin kick thing to like try to sweep a sweep kick. Uh
2: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, I don't know. Do do we have to roll for every, every move?
2: Um, I mean, we could, we could roll for harm, but they're just playing around. Yeah,
0: it's, yeah, it's like a play. It's a play fight.
2: Yeah. Maybe you didn't break her nose, but you you Mm -hmm. bloodied it. Bloody, bloody nose. You bloodied her nose, and it looks, it looks pretty gnarly. It's not, it's not exactly (laughs) pointing off to in a different direction, but you could tell if you hit it again, you'd probably fuck it up real bad. So you, you two play wrestle for a little while, Mm -hmm. and, uh.
0: And I think what I want to happen is, yeah, we play, we play fight for, a little bit, and then we start to Google, and then Warble drags her off, uh, you know, into the shadows somewhere, and, uh, they get busy.
2: So Warble, uh, so you guys fool around for a while, and, um, you try to do that, but Mm -hmm. New kind of, like, pushes you off, and she's like, no, no, I don't like girls. (laughs) You guys do go off together and, and mm-hmm. have have a moment, but you don't have sex. Oh. She doesn't. She doesn't want to have sex with you.
0: That's all right, new. Was, was getting punched in the face. Really, all you needed, cause I can do so a little more for you. She 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 like
2: shrugs, <laughs> but she's like, no, I don't. I'm not really into girls. She's, you know, she's like thinking about it, cause she's like having fun, but mm-hmm. mm, she's just not not really into girls.
0: All right. Well, uh, Warble just gives her gives her a nod. Well, set your sights on any any men out there. Just give me give me the look and right. I will help facilitate.
2: Right, right. And she's she's laughing. And, mm-hmm. and maybe the two of you go off, I don't know, somewhere and just hang out for a while. Um, so the sun is starting to set on the camp, and you've been invited to stay the night, obviously, because you're gonna leave in the morning to go to Escalante Lake. And you all kind of, like, stand up to go your separate ways. In fact, Algarvia stands up and she's like, why don't we all go in the pool? And suggests this to the group. And uh,
0: Maris stands up. She's so excited. She's been waiting waiting for this all fucking day.
2: Yeah, and Maris, um, she like starts to walk forward, yes, this is great. And as she's doing this, Algarvia turns and kind of like opens her arm to her, and her chest explodes.
0: Algarvia's chest explodes? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I was not expecting this.
2: Her chest explodes, and moments after you hear, um, you see her just burst into blood, then you hear the report from a gun far away, up oh, in the hills. huh. And at the same time, you hear the hard car fire up, and machine gun fire riddles the whole area.
0: and this is the end of the session yes it is
2: (laughs) come back next week to find out what wild crazy adventures we get into now what do the girls get up to (laughs) yeah that's the end and uh yeah that's uh
0: who did that For listening to this episode of This Wicked Way Comes. We've been Jill Sherman and Matthew Sahaki. DJ Cash File was played by Timothy Brauner. Our theme song was written by Garrett DeVoe and Francesca Caruso. Apocalypse World was designed and created by Vincent and McGay Baker. Please consider donating to Rain at rainwith 2 endsorg This Wicked Way Comes is distributed by KFAI.org Community Radio. Minneapolis, 106.7 St. Paul. Episodes are released every other Monday at kfai.org. Please review with our imperialist overlords iTunes. Find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever podcasts are sold. Tweet up our twinks on Twitter at thiswickedway. Send your best Jodie Foster monologues, deeds to haunted houses, and coffee shop punch cards to medusa at thiswickedwaycomes.com. If you're a rock and roll girl in a rock and roll world, send us your songs and join us in the fire. Stay safe, all my switchblade snowflakes of Radioland. No one is coming to save you, so keep your friends close and burn the prisons to the ground. Hold on to the pain. Do the stanky leg whip and nene with your favorite person or fabulous fur baby to this next mystic hymn, The Lover is Always Alone, by Prom Queen. Support her at promqueenband.bandcamp.com. ¶¶